0: In. Sports Talk. Oh, thank you all for tuning into the 500th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, Daryl D. Lane, as always, wherever you are. However, you may be listening. I'm thank you for making me in this show part of your day, whether via it Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, SoundCloud, Pandora, or whichever podcasting app or platform you may be listening to me via. I'm gonna have a great podcast for all you guys today. Going to have Mister Zach on the show. Going to talk a little bit of the NBA and preview Week Nine of NFL action. Now, before we get to that conversation, I'm gonna give my shameless plug as always. First time listener, thank you, but subscribe and follow right now. Also, share this podcast with your friends and family. Whether it be via Reddit threads, Facebook groups, et cetera, et cetera, check on the description below. Specifically, if you use Spotify and everything timestamped, you can click on the timestamp and we'll send you to whichever part of the podcast you most like to listen to. Folks, it is for your convenience. Follow me on Twitter at Night train underscore Lane. And lastly, if it's Apple or iTunes, give me five stars and a great review. And for some odd reason, right? If you like the pod, then fret not worry about folks. Just don't say a thing. Not a damn thing. Not a peep, Not a murmur. Not even a whisper. Because you know what your mama told you. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. And cut up next at the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. We're at Mr. Zack on the show. Cut up next at the break on Barbershop Sports Talk.
1: Oh, baby, you be lining your purses I mean here ain't say you buyin' them person. I
0: can't even lie, he ain't my tight He ain't even all that fine in person. I can guarantee you if you might cash You got every bag you can imagine Big house I can really Oh, we're back with Barbra Sports Talk And we have Mr. Zack with us How you doing, man? Oh, uh, I'm okay, girl I'm okay, girl.
1: It's a lot going on in sports
0: with me So, yeah, a lot to go on Let's start with all this snatch drama Steve Nash getting fired. Reportedly, they're going to bring in You Udoke. Obviously, he had a little bit of a scandal going on in Boston. That's why he's not the coach. But Steve Nash, do you think what happened to Steve Nash in Brooklyn was fair? Because let's look at it this way, right? Gets a lot of, for your first job as a coach, right? And I know to what much is given, much is acquired. He gets Kevin Durant coming back from injury. Kyrie Irving, we know he can be a little flaky. Kyrie's not the easiest person to deal with. Ben Simmons has his own issues that no coach has been able to ever solve in terms of why he won't shoot the basketball or do other things. James Harden is a guy, maybe he's not always been the easiest. He's always played a certain way, kind of regardless of coach. So these aren't the easiest guys, you know, to get buy-in from. And then obviously some things went wrong, 2-0 two, two up against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Kyrie Irving gets hurt, Harden's hobbled. History changes forever. Possibly, if that never happens. So, how much well, was Steve Nash given an unfair shake in Brooklyn? Um,
1: he, the, the, the odds were stacked against him from day one. His rep, his reputation as a player, point guy and coach on the floor at Phoenix and those other cities that he played in. Um, They figured that playing ability would transfer to the coping ability. But those are two different jobs. Um, They needed more experienced coach. They try to avoid those in-your-face type of coaching uh, who are animated and kind of boisterous and in, uh, you know, in your face, you know, more laid back coach because unfortunately, these young guys are so sympathetic. So, Steve Young did have, I mean, Steve Young, <laughs> Steve Lass was brought to the team. Uh, they, they had DeAndre uh, Jordan. They, they played behind they thought they had Jerry Allen sitting there on the bench. He turned into a really off guy. Um, Thomas developed his game pretty good. Um, he was getting better, and they and they broke that team up. Um, so I don't think he really had better. He was more of a um, something to draw because he was a well known man.
0: Do you think Steve Nash could find success someplace else to coach?
1: Well this is my philosophy you know, coaching and teaching. If you're a teacher of basketball, you should be, you should be in a college. you should be in college today. Pros don't want to be taught. They just want to be guided through it. They just guided through the um, game, and they want you to—they want you to coach for the last few minutes of the situation. Come, but overall, a coach is like a, a coach is irrelevant really to these young guys. They make tons of money. They don't respect authority, and everything you say to them turns into an issue. If I was the next, I'd go to the college end.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you. I think generally, uh, if you're all about the aspect of developing people in the game of basketball and we're going to get you as good as possible, that's you should probably be in college or high school or be a specific player development coach, which I believe is what Steve Nash was doing when he would come in with the Warriors and I think he would work with guys on shooting and stuff and be a specific coach who individually will come in Separate from the staff as a player development coach, which there are jobs you can do that, right? But, but in terms of being, but, in, in terms but, of, in terms of being the head coach, I mean you're all right. A lot of it is managing minutes, managing egos, uh, being the face of a franchise, working more so on tactical adjustments and game as opposed to I'm teaching these guys the game of basketball. I
1: 100 agree.
0: Now with Ime Udoka, if he ends up going to the Brooklyn Nets, how much does he change anything that's going on there? First
1: of all, he has an arm I mean, he had a he had a he had a, he had a, he had a baby divorce from Boston, and uh, his name his name his name is William Bell. He's, he's a young he's a young coach on the on the coming. And I think that being an ex player, he know he know how to deal with the NBA players, the NBA lifestyle. But it also brings more attention and more drama to the franchise is always in the news already. Jacques Vaughn is just a temporary folk. So, so I guess it's waiting to see.
0: Now, with Kyrie Irving uh, suspended for five games anti-Semitic statements about the Jewish population, I'm going to get too much into that, but what's going on with Kyrie, is Kyrie going to finish the season in Brooklyn? Um, well, the, 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 the
1: political gets term political. It's bigger than sports now. So we'll see what the outcome is. But, um, just like, if I, were, if I were to say something that people didn't agree with, okay, well, they wouldn't want me on this radio anymore. Um, so you have to be selective in your opinion these days. Um, It's not going to get any better. This whole world is divided on racial terms, on religious terms. And things of that nature. Sports is something to bring people together, provide a distraction from the stressful of the real world. But as we see, those guys make a lot of money, but they have the same problems that we have. It's just magnified.
0: I don't know how this situation in Brooklyn ends up getting rectified. Kyrie Irving said what he said. He got into an argument with one of the reporters. The Nets owner, Joe Syke, came out, revoked what he said, basically said it was inappropriate. I guess Adam Silver tried to talk to Kyrie or did talk to Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie apologized. I guess he kind of gave a half-witted apology, kind of where I understand maybe where I came off wrong, but didn't necessarily say, I don't agree with this or kind of revoke it completely. He's suspended. They said for at least five games. I don't take that terminology and that wording for what you will at least five games. I'm sure Kyrie in his heart of hearts doesn't think he did anything wrong and he probably still believes what he said to tell you the truth. So now you have this situation where this guys kind of like this organization kind of effed me over. They didn't give me my they didn't give me my money in the off season. They gave me a coach cuz he clearly never liked Steve Nash uh that I didn't like uh and now I have the fans and these people uh coming at me for something that I believe is rightfully true and I think they're the crazy ones. So I and Kyrie doesn't seem like a type of dude who uh is uh He's the type of guy that I could just see retired and be like, you know, no Moss, you guys got it. Uh, I don't even need basketball like that. I'm going to do my own thing. Or could be in a situation where you really lose him mentally and that can cause issues. Oh, uh, Isn't
1: it convenient it, uh, for the NBA that he's on the last year of his career? When, what would happen if no one signed him? Is, is it is it, um, is it a movement against Kyrie uh, or anybody who doesn't agree with uh, the opinions on racism, on post semitism and those type of things? That's bigger than basketball. I think if a person like me, I've lived, I've lived life, I've had different, a variety of experiences. I was I was I was born in I was born in the Civil Rights Era, and I've lived through the Civil Rights to where we are now in the world where basically anything goes. Uh, drugs are legal. Same sex is legal. I mean, this world. I mean, something something. I'm not meant to be. For everybody, so the world is on a different. When we look at things different now, than we did in my era. So I mean, each generation probably will have a different opinion on these thing. Social media, cause social media is the, the a good thing in life, and it can be a nightmare.
0: So now I want to go to this. Uh, the Warriors are 3-6 and six right now. Lost the Magic last night. Draymond fouled out towards the end of the game. How worried are you, if at all, about Golden State's slow start? Um. Uh, well,
1: actually, I'm not worried. Uh, deep, deep what, what was it, a five-game
0: road trip? Yeah, something like that.
1: So after after they lost the third game, I knew they were going to lose the next two. It's almost like a burnout from the Draymond situation to the problems on the team. And now they're on the road. They got to be around each other. And uh, I can see some backdoor whispering and complaining. But they're keeping their problems in-house as of now. And um, Clay Thompson lost his breath. Draymond lost his breath. And
0: Curly is getting better. <laughs> 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 I mean, who's the aging might find wine? Pool is
1: getting better. Wiggins is getting better. So they lost. They lose. They lose some things and they getting some things. Give it another month to see what happens.
0: So the Suns have kind of been shocking to me. I thought they would take a little bit of a dip and I thought they would kind of end up, you know, I, I thought they might have the, the record that the Warriors do right now. I didn't imagine that the Suns would uh, have the record they do right now. They're six and, well, six and one on this season. Uh, one of the top seeds, if not the top seed in the West. I think they were their one or two last time I checked. Uh, and a lot was made of kind of like they could be struggling. I kind of fell into that narrative a little bit, right? Because obviously the DeAndre Aiden issue with Monty Williams, Chris Paul's a year older, uh, you know, getting so close to the finish line time and time again, going to the finals up 2-0, uh, lose four straight, the, the next year had the best record in the league, then flame out in that awful fashion against the Mavericks. You know, only so many times you can get your heart broken until you're just broken. Uh, and right now, right again, they're one of the best teams in the league. I just want to know, do you see that continuing throughout the rest of the season? story
1: that you read even as a child that maybe you either had a happy ending or a bad ending. I am not convinced that Phoenix can turn through a whole playoff season and championship. Chris Paul goes down every year. And they never recover. Phoenix is a regular season team and that's it
0: the Philadelphia 76ers James Harden is going to be out for about a month Adrian Wojnarowski reported that how did the Sixers make do without Harden it was really kind of had a resurgent season well,
1: well how, how, how long how long before Curry comes back Seth yes
0: Seth was Brooklyn
1: I mean, I mean I mean I mean with with Curry I mean with, with Harden being with Harden being out, Curry's a cur Curry's a killer. Mama State. With with Harden I, I mean with Harden, with Brooklyn. I mean, with Brooklyn. With, with Harden being, with Harden being out, I think that would open up the game for Maxwell. And I think this is, this is going to turn nothing. Stop. What they lose, what they lose with Harden, Massey's going to make that up and more. I find out he's not as valuable as, as he thinks he is. The ball's going, the ball's going to be moving more. The ball's going to be swinging more, and more guys going to get out of play.
0: So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and get up next to the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. We're going to get into our Week 9 NFL Predictions. got up next to the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. AFC Championship game. Your kicker's lining up for an onside kick. The chances of regaining possession are slim. Stakes are high. Tensions, even higher. Mothers anxiously waiting. Children in the stands, ready to cry if their team goes home and doesn't get a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Your pulse, Racing. He kicks, and you watch as the ball lands. Recovered! Onside kick! Oh my gosh! Touchdown, Josh Allen! The Bills! They're going back to the Super Bowl! Only in my dreams, right? Now, make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. To make this even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets. If your team wins, just place a $5 bet on any football game. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code TPPN.
1: She take my money. Well, I'm in need. Yes, yeah, she's a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger. Well over time.
0: That digs on me. Uh. Give me I oh, so we're now. back with Barber's Sports a- Mr. Zach with us. And now it's time for week nine NFL predictions. So, The Los Angeles Chargers at the Atlanta Falcons. Who you got in this one? Yeah, this is tough this is really tough I think I'm going to Atlanta too Atlanta runs the ball really well the Chargers are awful against the run I think the Falcons are a little bit tougher a little bit grittier and they're at home the Chargers are more talented the team but to me this is one where we allow how we thought perceived these teams at the beginning of the year inflate how we think of them now and Atlanta's not that team we thought they were going to be in week one of the NFL season. The Chargers clearly aren't the team we thought they would be in week one of the NFL season. So I'm going to go Falcons, and I'll say 23-20. to 20. Next, we have
1: okay.
0: the Miami Dolphins at the Chicago Bears. What do you got here? Well,
1: Chicago is showing some flight improvement. I'm hungry. Uh uh the other team in the is always dangerous. Miami's all cracked. Very potent. So I'm gonna go Miami. Thirty one to twenty. Well, thirty
0: one to twenty four. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins as well and I'll say they went twenty four to twenty one. Uh this game game will be a lot closer than you would think. Uh, In Chicago, I think Chicago's, you know, coming along nicely. They run the ball well with uh, Justin Fields, but the new addition of Bradley Chubb. I think they're going to be able to get their, they have really good pass rushers. Jalen Phillips, Melvin Gordon, uh, Christian Watkins, at defensive tackle, all these guys, including Bradley Chubb. So I think they're going to get after uh, Justin Fields and cause him some problems. Next, we have the Carolina Panthers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati, but when is a
1: a disappointment? Um the offensive line is the of itself. The best receiver is hurt. Um I think I think um Cincinnati can, can cover can cover the and win a hundred. But it's gonna be a close game. I say Cincinnati I say Cincinnati twenty one seven
0: I'm going to go Cincinnati, 35, to the Panthers, 20. I think the Panthers are going to be able to score, uh, but I, I think Cincinnati is going to kind of roll a little bit. I think their offense is going to be flying on all cylinders. Next, you have the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. Who you got here? Well, everybody knows the story of the Packers. I know downfall. Detroit scores a lot of points, but they give up a
1: lot of points. Huh. Hmm.
0: I go, I go, I go, I go, with the Packers. i twenty-eight. I'm
1: gonna go the and Packers. Packers, too. The Packers lose this
0: game. Their season is over. Yeah, and this is tough too. Divisional game at Detroit. I'm gonna say the Packers win, though. I'm gonna say they win twenty-seven to twenty-four. Uh, I think they did have success running the ball against the Bills, right? I think they'll be able to carry that success on against a much inferior a Lions defense, and I think we're going to see the receivers uh, get open and create more separation because, you know, the Lions are bad in all three levels of their defense, not particularly good. So next we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who you got here?
1: The Raiders are awesome. Yeah, awesome. Jacksonville was inconsistent. it kept them in a few games. Um they developing a deep possession game. But um definitely I inconsistent food. But the Raiders are trash and I think and I think I
0: think Jacksonville twenty four to ten. I'm gonna go with the Raiders and I'm gonna say the Raiders won thirty to twenty eight kind of a high scoring game. Uh You know, both these teams are more talented than their records would show, but I don't trust the Jaguars to win any games. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I I just think they're too young. They're too inexperienced. I mean, if they win, they're kicking and screaming. (laughs) So uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders here. Next, we have the Indianapolis Colts at the New England Patriots. Who you got here?
1: Well, Newcom. Indies. Coming with a new quarterback, Belichick should develop some type of team to frustrate him and mess his game up. Um, I go New England. I go New England. Uh, twenty to six. Twenty.
0: Twenty to thirteen. I'm gonna go New England seventeen to ten. Uh, I think life is going to be very tough for Sam Ellinger. I think he's going to struggle with a bunch of coverages. I mean, New England has a bevy of corners and safeties. Uh, their front's pretty good with uh, guys like Matthew Judon, uh, Derek Wise. So I think they're going to be able to cause uh, the Colts some I mean, issues. And the Colts' offensive line is not the Indianapolis Colts' offensive line of old. And this is only Sam Ellinger's second ever career start in the NFL. Not Bill Belichick. Going against Bill Belichick in Foxborough probably isn't the best place for your second ever start. So I'm going with the Patriots. Next, we have the Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. The Battle of New York. Who you got? Well,
1: I'm Buffalo all day. 34-21. They'll be lucky. The Jets will be lucky to get 21. They might not. They might get, they might get 17. They lost the best, best running back. we forced force them to the pass of the team. But our pass run, right, we, we have to smash the
0: Jets. I'm actually going to go Bills 20 to the Jets 17. I think this game is actually going to be pretty close. Let's remember, divisional game on the road. Uh, And the Jets aren't fodder. They're not a bad team. I think Buffalo might go through a little bit of a stretch where we see their play kind of taper down, right? They really started off high. It's hard to kind of maintain that peak for the whole year. I think we might see them taper off a little bit in terms of dominance and how it looks. Uh, I do think this will be a close game, but I think the Bills are Uh, going to win. The Jets are going to turn
1: the ball
0: over too much. Oh, yeah, well, they turn the ball over like that. that's gonna be an issue. But the Bills we've That's had awesome. the Bills have had turnover issues too though. And the Jets can run the football. The Jets can well, run the football.
1: Lost, they lost
0: their of that. I agree, but James Robinson, Michael Carter. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think they're gonna be willing, uh just like how Green Bay was. I don't think Green well, this gets into old Green Bay conversation versus the Bills and Sunday football, but I don't know if Green Bay was actually trying to win the game. I think they were just trying to survive. Uh, which, which I think is very different from not trying to get embarrassed in terms of actually going out there to win. I think that's what we could see the Jets do. I was at that game and I don't know the Bills kind fans of like getting pulled
1: out because it, it's not as loud as usual.
0: So next we have the Vikings at the Commanders. Who you got here?
1: Um, Vikings, I got the Vikings. Um, the red, the <laughs> red. Functional from the from the ownership all the way down to the field. There, 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 man. I'm going. I'm
0: going. to I'm going to go with the Vikings as well. I'm going to say Vikings 27, Commanders 17. Next, we have the Seattle Seahawks at the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Geno Smith is playing right out football. They're very good at home. At home, we got move. at one the point wrong there up and down, but at five and three, I see them winning. I see that. I see them winning it there. And uh as usual Arizona probably make like a little comeback to make the go close. but I
0: took Seattle. 31 24. one twenty four. I'm gonna go Arizona here. Divisional game on the road. I think Seattle might be be playing a little bit above water right now. This is a tricky one. This is a tricky one. But I'm going to go Cardinals. And I'll say Cardinals 31 to Seattle's 27. I think we're going to see a really big Kyler game here. Uh, But definitely, uh, I have... Seattle should be the favorite in this game. I mean, they've just been playing better football the whole year, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Next, we have the Rams at the Buccaneers, the battle of two disappointing football teams.
1: Oh, three and four. Three and four, Rams. Three and five, Tampa. I'm going Rams. I'm going Rams.
0: I don't even know who to pick in this game Uh, I guess I'll go Tampa Because they're at home Part of me never wants to doubt Tom Brady I'm going to say Buccaneers 23 to the Rams 17 Next we have the Tennessee Titans At the Kansas City Chiefs Saturday Night Football Carrie Underwood's going to sing Tariko and Collinsworth on the call Who you got? Kansas City, keep that home. Now, the Titans beat them last year. Uh, I really, in my heart, I want to go with... You know what, I'll do it. I'm going Titans. Going Titans. I'm going to say the Titans win 27 to the Chiefs,
1: 23. Is he starting this week?
0: That's actually a good question. I assume Tannehill was going this week. Okay,
1: okay, okay.
0: That's the... I okay. That's the... life I was living, I was assuming. And it seems as he's missing practices. He continues to miss practices. Okay, uh, I don't believe I've heard anything. Oh my God, and Derrick Henry didn't practice on Thursday. So, okay. I reverse that. I reverse that. I'm wrong. I'm going to Chiefs. I don't like that. I don't like that. Derrick Henry didn't practice Thursday. And uh, Ryan Tannehill, I, I think he's up in the air. So if that's the case, then I'll say Chiefs, well, then this game can get kind of ugly then. I'll say Chiefs 38, and I'll say, no, nah, no, nah, 38's a little bit too high. The Titans have a better defense than that, and they manage the game better than that. I'll, I'll, I'll say Chiefs, 27 to Titans 10. Well,
1: going to be a 콘cierge, the States, there are,
0: there are. And lastly, Monday Night Football, we have the Baltimore Ravens at the New Orleans Saints. Aikman and Buck on the call. Who you got?
1: Saints 3-5. Baltimore 5-3. I'm going with the team with
0: the first record. Baltimore wins a close game. 27 24 I'm going Ravens as well, 24-21. Uh, this is going to be a really good competitive game, I think. I think the Saints are another team. They're a lot more talented than their record would suggest. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think Lamar Jackson is going to be the best player on the field, and you're going to see that impact throughout the game. And that's all we have for our Week 9 NFL projections and predictions. I want to thank you for going on the podcast, man. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, man, it's wonderful uh, talking to you. Um, look
1: forward to a big NFL weekend. And by next week, we'll have, we'll have more insight on the guy and situation.
0: And once again, I want to thank Mr. Zach for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And I want to thank all of you for tuning into this episode, the 500th episode of... Barbershop sports style Power
1: Come sit in my phone. I've been waiting for hours I'm a in a minute picture